guess I play semi-pro, right? No, man, you worse. You Sunday League. Hello, welcome to the Sunday League Podcast, your home for all things MLB and fantasy baseball. I'm your host, Thomas Helms. We've got Casey and Kale and special guest, Amanda Moore. On the couch with Casey, joining us for the podcast. Um, we are currently two games into the World Series at an even 1-1 split. Um, so we're going to jump into it, talk about it, see uh, how we're feeling. Gentlemen. Thoughts off the top? I'll let the, I'll let the, the newlyweds go first. <laughs> I, think they, I think it's going seven. You think it's going seven? I think it's going seven. I think the Rangers pull it out in seven. That's my first take. Um, but with that said, my MVP, which kind of contradicts that, is Tommy Pham. So, I mean, I don't Ooh. think the MVP could be from a losing team. But uh, has happened before. So maybe, I'll throw fifty on on Tommy Fam. Not betting, babe. I promise. Um, fifty on on Tommy Fam for MVP, and then another fifty on um the Rangers winning it. So maybe I'll. Yeah, you're gonna lose a hundred bucks. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're your not gonna win here? anything. Yeah. yeah. Give me this. Rangers and six win by Rangers two. and six. Winning the last two. game by two. Sheesh. Interesting. Okay. And what's like the, two what's games or two one? runs? Four to two. Four to two. Showing some fortitude. Okay. okay. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Hey, and, I don't and she has called every single one of Adela Garcia's home runs since ALCS. So she even That's called impressive. a walk off in game one. Nice. So basically, she's Adela Garcia's biggest fan and the reason he's doing so good. All right. Maybe she should start doing that for the Rays. Might help you out. Or the Braves. (laughs) Would have been nice for the Braves. Yeah, could have used that against Philly. Anyways. But yeah, no, I I think this it's been a heck of a series with the walk off and then the big game by Arizona last night. Um I don't know. Texas Rangers, like, I don't know if I at the beginning of the series, I didn't trust necessarily uh, Arizona's staff at the starting. Zach Allen kind of – I mean, he, he pitches great. But it's like mm-hmm. five to ten pitches in the game. All, those five pitches are at least a double, or if not a home run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Merrill Kelly came in and shoved last night, and that bullpen's sick for them. Yeah. <sighs> I'll be different. I think – I think Arizona – no, you know, I can't. Texas has never won one. I got to root for Texas. For Josh Allenson. For Josh. All for Josh. Carolina boy. Yeah. Out of Raleigh. But in, I'll, go, I'll go seven. Rangers and seven. Yep. All right. MVP. Who's your MVP? Corey Seager. Yeah. I like it. I like it. What about you two? The lovely, the lovely couple in the middle. Well, if, like I said, if if the Rangers win, Corey Seager definitely MVP. I got it. Um, obviously, if the Diamondbacks win, Tommy Pham, he's starting off from a very good start, uh, game one and two, with going four for four last night. Um, with the Rangers winning in six, who's your MVP? Adolis Garcia. Garcia. <laughs> okay, I yeah. changed mine. Evan Carter. Evan Carter. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Josh Hamilton reincarnated. Yeah. Same number. Pretty much. Same same faith. Less drugs. <laughs> it's a perfect combination. One can hope. One can hope. Yeah. Amanda, so yours was Adolis? Mm-hmm. Or was that just Casey mumbling? Mm-hmm, that would be correct. That would be correct. Okay. Okay. Fair assumption. <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed. Um I am gonna go with the Diamondbacks in six. Mm. I think and I said this in our group chat, I'll take it if I'm the only one that's wrong. But I think they're very evenly matched. They both have really strong lineups. They both have pretty sturdy starting rotations. I think um, the difference has been their bullpens. The Rangers have been a little shaky, especially last series against the um, yeah, especially against the Astros. They they struggled a bit, but the one two three that um, Arizona has in their bullpen with Seawald. and the other two, I Inkle. don't know. Inkle. Inkle. And Inkle. whoever the lefty is. Thompson. Not South Frank. Uh, not uh, South Frank. He's just kind of there. Exactly. He just pitched guy. like Kyle Lee. Yeah. Nelson? No. I don't remember. But um, I think if they can get to those guys, I don't think I don't think the Rangers can handle it. I think that's why game one, because I think that Corey Seager was facing South Frank, no, if he, I remember correctly. He Who hit, is he facing? He hit it off of Seawald. Oh, yeah, was Seawald. Yeah, it was in the ninth. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where I'll give I'll give the edge to Arizona just because of those guys. Um, I think Leclerc. Mantiply. Leclerc. Mantiply, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, I think Leclerc is kind of yeah. a two out of three guy. Like, he'll get two out of three saves. And so that's mm-hmm. where I'm like, ooh. And then other than Spores, I'll say Spores has stepped up a lot right. in the postseason mm-hmm. for the Rangers. Um, but the rest of their bullpen is just kind of like Will Smith in 21. You just put them in, cross your fingers, right. and hope. It worked. Um, Prayer it, worked. It did work. Figured it out. But So that's where I'll go. I'm going to say Diamondbacks in six, MVP, either Fam or Marte. If it's Fam, I'm going to cry. <laughs> if we recorded this before the first two games, I would have said Marte 100%, but I think I'll probably lean Fam now. Especially okay. after his first couple performances, but if 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 Rochester faces answer. Tommy Fam, it's like rooting for Al Qaeda versus ISIS for me. <laughs> oh, yes. so who would win? Who would win? Who cares? Your we'll see. I know who loses. The world. <laughs> Baseball loses. Yeah. You know. Interesting. I mean, I do want to kind of talk about like it's the matchup that no one expected. Yeah, it is. You know, I think I I that predicted Rangers. Oh well, I expected it. Other than Amanda, shout out to Amanda. Shout out facing Giants. You're in the you're in the end zone, Brock. You're in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, I I like that it's teams that haven't really been relevant for a long time. You know, like especially lost a hundred, hundred games two years ago. Yep. Yep. Both of them. Yeah. So I like I like that for baseball because it's evening out the playing field. It's Fresh. not just it's not just the top two guys every year. Like, finally, the Astros aren't in it. We get some yep. faces that haven't played in the playoffs like ever, um, except for Will Smith, who could win his third ring in a row. But Scherzer, yeah. we'll see. Scherzer's in it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I like it so far. It's been a really fun series to watch. Last night was a bit of a blowout. Um, we're recording this on Sunday, if you can't tell. Um, but yeah, like I. I 
yeah, just want to get you guys' thoughts on it. What are you feeling of the matchup so far and uh, how we ended up here? Kale, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a tale of and to to your point of like freshness. Like I love that the Dimebacks made it because they led the league in sack bunts and stuff and like Perdomo bunted in the World Series game mm-hmm. one, which you never see. Um and just the deep lineups, man. Like and it's not big names. Um like you like Perdomo is getting hot at the right time. Yeah. Um Tavares, I forget his name all the time. Leo Tavares, like they're the two nine hole hitters, and they're hitting, hitting great. So like the lineups are deep, and it's just a complete staff. Like they're built on starting pitching, but like most of the time they get through six. So seven, eight, nine is the bullpen, which I think yeah. is how baseball should be. Um, it's not you know the openers and crap like that. Um, so yeah, I think it's just built on starting pitching. Good defense from both of them. I don't know how a ball ever drops in right, like left center to right field line. When you got Alec Thomas and Corbin Carroll in center and right, like those two guys are just yeah. ridiculously fast. Alec Thomas, I, he could be playing football and baseball at TCU right now. So now nah, let me go. Let me go win a World Series. Might as well. Man, what a loser. But um, <laughs> yeah. And same thing with Texas. I mean, Adolis and now Evan Carter really solidified that. Because, you know, we talked about it on one of our early podcasts, how Texas outfield isn't great at all. Defensively hitting, um, Adolis at the time was – he started off hot, but then he kind of dipped. And then Ever Carter comes in, great defense. Tavares is a great defender. Adolis is, has a cannon for an arm. But, like, I mean, he's a above-average defender. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's a, a two teams that are f- well-rounded all around. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I agree. Think- yeah, and they they both had similar seasons too. Yeah, if you think about it, because yeah. they were both really hot at the beginning and then like fell off super hard. Yeah, um, so I think that was kind of cool to see like both of them kind of get a little bit of redemption at the end. Yeah, Corbin Carroll lost me freaking fantasy. He forgot how to play baseball for two weeks. I think the draft lost you the the league. Well, hey, <laughs> I had the second most points in the in the league. Yeah. That only got yeah. you third place. Allegedly. <laughs> Rather than second. Lisa, Lisa wasn't the hood that killed me. Anyways, um, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's, as much as people want to say it's bad for baseball, I think it's actually really good for baseball. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's good for the actual baseball lover, loving fans rather than the more casual fans that just um, want to piggyback off of years before you know seeing like the the big market teams all this kind of stuff um i I think it's really good for baseball um just having these two teams obviously the the diamondbacks haven't won it since 2001 rangers they've been there done that um but they haven't ever solidified a championship yet so i I think just the uh the eagerness and, and the hungriness of from both teams both organizations is really showing you know uh, I think each and every single player you can see in their eyes, each and every single one up and down both lineups are, are there for the right purpose. Uh-huh. They're there for, for winning it all rather than more of like personal stats. Okay. So I, I think it's great. Um, obviously, we've we've seen the motion in, in the first game from, from Corey Seager to Dolis Garcia to uh, just 
the the Diamondbacks are getting off to a hot, hot start in in that game, and obviously kind of even though they got punched in the mouth, you know they could have rolled over in game two and just said, you know what, you know this maybe they are better than us. Instead, they 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 came back and and put up a nine spot in game two. Um, I think it's going to be a great great series. Like I said, I I have it going seven, um, and I think we're in for a treat. Um, kind of like it kind of reminds me of the 2017 World Series, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, not 2017, 2016, uh, with the Cubs and the Indians, uh, of like yeah. two two organizations, you know, that haven't won in a very long time, uh, um, and and looking to break a curse or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be fun, and and yeah, anything you got to say? You know, I love a good uh good underdog team. Um, you do. Personally, Why Casey? I think it's going to be a great series to watch. And, uh, you know, we knew the Phillies weren't making it because we hate them. Yeah. The Astros are just trash yeah. all the time. Trash no can bangers. <laughs> no and, uh, yeah, I mean, let's go uh, Rangers. Go Rangers, yeah. Right. Right. Two things real quick. One, have you seen like the Zach Allen hit a bird, Randy Johnson hit a bird in 01? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that, that's crazy. That George up. Bush yeah. throughout the yeah. first pitch. Tell me, tell me there's no God. Two, it's really cool to like, I feel like this is the first year where we see like super, like, uh, I sent y'all that video of uh, Deronjo Swift and the safety Philly going to the Phillies game. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're seeing more people like fall in love with maybe not baseball, but the atmosphere of baseball yeah. games. I've said, yeah. I've said my entire life, yeah. If you if you say you hate baseball, you've never been to a baseball game, just shut your mouth because yeah. it's one of the best atmospheres mm-hmm. on the planet. Especially, like yeah. you said, especially playoff baseball, and like Philly. Philly is a great atmosphere. I'll give it to them. Like that ballpark, that ballpark is rocking. Yeah, but I'm surprised at both Texas and Arizona. I feel like both teams have home advantages at home this year. Yeah. Where you sometimes it's like one team has more of an advantage. But I mean, Casey, me and you went to, and all of us went on that uh, Texas to Texas, and that stadium, I can't, I can't imagine how loud it could get. Because if they're mm-hmm. saying it's rocking, that stadium is huge. Yeah. So if it's rocking, then you know they're loud. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been to Arizona yet, but maybe one day. Yeah. Okay. That's Jumping that's the on uh, uh, trip number two for us. Trip number yeah. two. Yeah. One that Thomas might might yeah, be able maybe. to join. Hey, why don't we just we'll just buy a school bus and renovate it out and go on trip? I've been trying to get it for years. Hey. <laughs> I've got a couple of them. I've got a couple of the junkyard. Start fixing them up. Y'all want to no. kind of uh, break down what uh, y'all saw from games one and two, um, from just from a fan standpoint, and uh, I, yeah, yeah. Thomas, you go first. Yeah, let me pull up. You pull up the stats because I know you didn't watch it. <laughs> Watched it live last night. Um, yeah, I mean, I think game one just shows how evenly matched it was. Like it, they were trading blows back and forth, one to one to two, two to two, three to two, three to three, four four, just like going back and forth. Um, and so I think that really showed like how evenly matched they are, how well these teams can like go back and forth, which is why I think it's, it's not like a, I don't think either team is a quote unquote favorite in my opinion. Like, I don't think there's anyone that's like clearly better than the other. Um, And that's what I think game one just showed that like 
it's just going to come down to who's who's got the heart and fight in it. And mm-hmm. game one ended up with Texas showing that. But then last night was yeah. honestly it, it wasn't bad until like the, the seventh inning. and eighth inning. Yeah, yeah, they just like lit it up on them. Um, the Moreno home run that was huge. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was just a one run home run, but like that got them going um, and definitely. Speaking of Moreno, can you talk about that trade they made, Moreno and Lourdes Gurriel from, which, yeah, I mean, Don Barsha is a dog. I mean, like, yeah. I think he's a great player. He's had a Absolutely. down year this year, but, yeah. like, he's I, an athlete. I don't, I don't trade my number one prospect, catching prospect for him. No, no, I'm no. sorry. But, but what a trade. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, I, and I think that, too, is, is another – uh, kind of like the cherry on top, I guess, for both of these organizations. You know, both of these organizations have really been GM based, and mm-hmm. what I mean by that is picking up guys that, like Adolis Garcia, for instance. You know, um, drafting Evan Carter uh, when nobody really knew of him. Um, like, like you just mentioned, uh, Kalen Thomas. You know, the Gabby Moreno and uh, Loris Gurriel trade. Uh, Corbin Carroll. You know, just still really young in his career. Evan Longoria kind of on his last leg, but a veteran, you know, that, that has mm-hmm. been there, done that for, for many years. Christian Just Walker. things like that, you know. They they might not look great on paper, but kind of to your point, Kale, of you always say this, is like the clubhouse morale, right? Nope. Um, mm-hmm. Just guys, you know, guys being guys, you know, um, guys that, that love to go to battle for one another, all that kind of stuff. I, I can really see that in these two organizations. Right. And guys um, that compliment each other. Like their, exactly. their strengths compliment each other. Yeah. 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 And I mean, uh, just to jump into like the first game for myself, you know, it was really, really interesting. And I, I find I any postseason, you know, I'm almost every right. single game, you know, watching every single pitch. Just That's just how it is. But this really has my attention because it's a lot of new faces, you know, um, something new rather than just seeing the same guys performing at the same level that we always see. I think it's always good to see how are guys going to react in a World Series, especially young dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I, I've really, really loved with the Diamondbacks, and I, I wish more teams did this throughout all 162, um, is the small ball. You know, okay. I, I know we're in the in the generation of go big or go home, hit yeah, home yeah. run. That's how you win. I mean, even Evan Longoria dropped dropped a bunt last night. You know. Um, I think he was trying to go for a bump for a hit, but I mean, it still worked out he's, for a, a sack bump. Yeah, there. Yeah. Um, Good job. Yeah. But I mean, this is a guy that's been in the league for 15 years, uh, has, has won a lot of awards, all that kind of stuff has been a household name since day one, since he stepped into the league. That just shows how committed he is and saying, you know what? I'm not that guy I used to be 15 years ago. Best job for me right now is to move a runner over. He, I mean, just the selflessness and yeah. and these kinds of and these theories, you know, it's it's just really really good to see, um, those kinds of things. So, I thought you hated him. Oh, I I am not an <laughs> Evelyn Warrior fan, but I mean, it's what? just he it's just a uh, example of you know guys yeah never was an ever longoria fan <laughs> except for game 162 when he had the uh, walk off home run against against the uh, hate his guts i love his game <laughs> yeah i just i just love baseball yeah no oh, i love good goodness. baseball 
Yeah. Which I think the the Diamondbacks really have a lineup built to do that though. Like they're so young and so mm-hmm. fast. They can like in game one when um Thomas just hits that little like dinker that like barely yeah. gets over Evaldi and he's safe at first. Like that's huge. So like the speed has definitely <laughs> Maybe could learn. Anyways, but the speed has like really already shown because like they're stealing bases every time they're on. So it's like that's going to put pressure on that defense and on that pitcher. And that's, I think they did that really well. So, yeah, I like that brand of baseball. Amanda. Yeah. Personally, I was uh, saving lives during the first two games. So, um, (laughs) excuses, excuses, not committed. I know, and she she told me she was gonna watch every pitch with me. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, well, there's lots to be saved. Oh. She she's been great with it. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, in in game one, I, I really want to go into obviously the, the last inning. We'll start there with the yeah. Corey Seager home run. Guys, been there, done that. Um, I, I think I saw a stat the other oh, day, uh, which was kind of a funny stat of obviously because of the year 2020. This is like his 13th playoff game in or World Series game, I should say, in that uh, in that <laughs> stadium. And but like the first one that that he's won with the Rangers, yeah, something like that. Maybe I was totally yeah. off, but it's along those lines. Right. But just the emotion, you know, a big big time player, big time moment. You know, he's he's the dude. Um, it is. I want to talk Real about though from from a Diamondback standpoint, they just when when I was watching the game, Seawall kind of pitched around Tavares, honestly, mm, yeah. um, and obviously I think he ended up walking them if if I'm not mistaken. Um, but anyways, he, he got on first base somehow. My thing is, you got him coming up, um, or Corey Seager coming up. No, no, Marcus Simeon nice got man. out, so that's what brought up. Uh, Seager. Corey Seager. Why not pitch around him also, okay? Or and say he gets on base or whatever. Um, or and then same thing with Adolis. I mean, Adolis is the hottest guy on the planet. Pitch around him as well. Next guy up is I think I think is Austin Hedges. Um, Seems not either. Oh, did he get traded out? What? Because it's Haim and Garver. Next. Yeah, yeah. Haim was subbed yeah. out that game oh, for okay. Austin Hedges, who hasn't even seen it at bat. For like I've seen a lot of TV though, huh? I saw, I, every time I turn the TV on, it's him. I see him all the time. Yeah, in the dugout. Yeah, I mean, he, they say he's a clubhouse guy, but yeah. Anyways, just just from that standpoint, and again, you know, emotions are high. I know Seawall didn't mean to throw a ball right down the middle to Corey Seager, obviously, but just from a analytical game, and we can sit back and say now. What if he would have done this, you know? But obviously, we yeah. wouldn't be standing here saying that if he would have struck Corey Seager out, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, and then once that happened, I felt like, and and the and the Diamondbacks didn't answer in the tenth. I I felt I, in that moment, I knew Rangers had that game. Like, I, I don't know, and maybe that was just me, but yeah, it's a huge momentum shift. Yeah, it's like sucks all the energy out of Arizona to see, especially with a two-run lead at the time, giving that up, you know, two outs away from a win. Um, it's huge. But, I mean, 
I really don't know how much they could have done. Because, like, the lineup was Simeon, Seager, Carter, Garcia. So it's like, if there's already a man on, and you walk Seager, and you walk Carter, then you've got Garcia with the bases loaded. Yeah, it's like, that's true. And we know, like, that dude just hits Grand Slams whenever <laughs> they happen. Whenever he's got a chance, he's hitting a Grand Slam. Yeah. So... When Amanda calls it, yeah, he no. he has home runs. It's also true, but um, I don't know. I mean, I think they really should have gone after Tavares more. But mm-hmm. I thought I thought um, Big Poppy's quote was hilarious. He's like, "You pitch around the little guy, and then you give a cookie to the Cookie Monster." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny, but it was like exactly what happened. Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay, what you got? No, I mean, I agree. I mean, I just, I don't ever like, I mean, because like, like I said, it, it's not like he meant to. And the bullpen's been a strength for down backs down the, down the yeah. stretch. So, I mean, I I definitely, I mean, if if it's me pitching, I'm like, hey, fast forward down the middle to Tavares. I mean, you know, right now we're in the middle, but I'm not, I'm not, if, if, if Leonard if of Tavares beats me, I can almost live with myself. Yeah. But when it's Corey Seager, who's one of the most clutch players in the league, um, especially in the big moments, that's tough to – you got to pitch around him. But like yeah. you said, Evan Carter's got like a thousand doubles in postseason. So, um, yeah, it was a tough decision because that 2-3-4 mm-hmm. is nasty. Yeah. They were just in a bad spot of the lineup to be in yeah. that situation, and it, it worked out for Texas. For sure. That's ball, baby. That's baseball. Anyways, well, that's game one. Game two, Merrill Kelly threw a freaking gem. Dog. Yeah. I was honestly, like, hoping they would leave him in, but then they scored, like, four runs, and it was like, you don't need to leave him in because he only had 89 pitches through seven. I was like, dude, let him go nine. But it was, I think it was, like, 4-1 or 3-1 at the time, and then they just blew up. So. Yeah, he'll come back, like, you know, Tuesday and pitch or something crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I, I actually kind of want to talk about that because obviously we were at the World Baseball Classic this year. Here we were. Here's a guy that is kind of writing the script for guys to maybe attend the World Baseball Classic because obviously there's the the um the saying of like oh if you play that you know there's a case for injuries like that's a big question mark for reasons for people not playing. Here's Merrill Kelly, you know that. Now he he was injured for a little bit of of the year, but I think it was more Blood of like clocks, yeah. yeah illness yeah it was illness yeah. rather than not being um, healthy from from a pitching standpoint or anything yeah. like that. Um, but I just love to see that as a fan, you know, some guy a guy that was on the USA baseball team pitch almost all season long, and here he is in the World Series going seven eight innings, you know, like giving his team a chance to play. I just think that's a really really cool thing to see. Right now, and he's a good story. He played. He played in uh, Korea for a little bit. Came he's back. Play, he's the first player to play in the Korean World Series in the American, right? Yeah, he is. Dog. Mm-hmm. And didn't yeah. uh, also Alex Th- Alec Thomas play for Team Mexico? Yep. Yes. Am I he wrong? In Mexico. That? He played. Um, Shepardoma played. Did Garcia play for Cuba? Mm-mm. No, he did not. 
Because he defected, that's right. Yeah, he defected. Um, but yeah, per- Perdomo played, I think. Perdomo did? Yeah. Yep. Where's he from? Is he Dominican? I'll be the stats guy. Who knows? I'm not sure. He's somewhere. Hey, Jamie, let's go. Yeah. But, anyways. He is Dominican. Dominica. So he didn't play, but he was on the play. He, yeah, he, he was on the roster. Well. Yeah. They had a lot of guys. Yeah, Arizona at least had yeah. a lot of guys in the WBC, so mm-hmm. which we watched live. Yeah, we did. Shout out. <laughs> um, I was talking last night uh, with some buddies I was watching the game with of how like Philly kept trying to make things out of everybody's comments, and then the whole well, Mary Kel- Merrill Kelly said it's going to be hard to beat that Venezuela game in Miami. I was like. Yeah. Dude, that I have never felt yeah. Yeah. that level of Pride. intensity, passion, excitement, fear. Half a middle light. <laughs> like, no, was... real. <laughs> oh my gosh, we about got in a fight with yeah. 80 who, Dominicans who and Venezuelans in the stands. I was ready for it. We had, we some, we had some Spanish people on our side, though. We did, a little bit. They thought we were funny. Yeah, but loved I think they were really just scared of Kale. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's I'm the whole reason why we brought him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Bodyguard. All my friends, they all just <laughs> just your bodyguard. <laughs> Which is deep protection. We pay him on the side. Yeah, I, guess I wish. <laughs> and snacks. Okay, well, come from the person. <laughs> oh my goodness! Come from the person that thought I had type two diabetes. <laughs> Still hurts. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so, all right. So, strengths and weaknesses. Diamondbacks, we've got bullpen, speed, small ball. What about the Rangers? Power. I, I think I think Start they pitching. have a better starting pitching too. I I would give the edge to their starting pitching. Yeah. Um, and I think they are a cleaner baseball club if that makes sense from especially from a defensive spec, uh, perspective i think um especially just of the middle i'm huge on your your four guys up the middle catcher mm-hmm. shortstop second baseman center fielder alec thomas is a great great um center fielder Cattell Marte and perdomo are good up, up the middle um moreno i think Moreno's he was the really best good. I think he was the best uh, catcher by percentage mm-hmm. for uh, throwouts throw or whatever you want to call them uh, this year. So he's he's great as well. Um, or runners thrown out. That's what I'm going to say there this is. year. Um, <laughs> yeah, there it is. But I, I, to me, Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager are just a dynamic duo up the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Laotis, you know, he, he's great in the outfield. And the Jonah Heim, I, he might not have the greatest arm, but I mean, he's yeah. he's a pretty dang good catcher back there. Yeah, he is. Um, but I don't Ball know. It, it's just I think they're just cleaner, if that makes sense. But yeah, the the strengths of the the Diamondbacks I feel like are kind of like the weaknesses, and for the Rangers and vice versa, you know. So I think that's why mm-hmm. it kind of levels out, like you're saying. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. They each do their own things well. I will yeah. say for Jonah Heim, I. I think they said it either during the game or I saw something online after, but um, how like the Rangers lead the league in stolen strikes over the past two years, just from like pitch framing, both with 
uh, Heim and Garver, mainly Heim over the past two years, but um, that makes a huge difference. But I think that also kind of brings up something we were going to want to talk about of just like umpiring and, and lots of close calls that are going one inning and next inning they're not. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, what are you guys taking on that? I'll, I'll say this. I've, I've said my entire life. If you're a bad umpire, be a bad umpire. I, I'm almost fine with that. But be consistently bad. Like if you're consistent, okay, he's I'm getting he's getting the pitcher getting the ball off today. Fine, I can adjust. But when he's getting the ball off, one inning, not getting the ball off, then next inning he's getting two balls off. I'm like, all right, listen, I have no idea what I'm doing. It's already hard enough to hit a baseball. Right. Um, so that's my biggest <laughs> thing. It's just consistency. And I don't really see too much like yet last night's game. First inning was great. Like, there was a ball that was, like, that much off, and he caught a ball. I was like, oh, my goodness, we're going to be fine. Next inning, there's a ball this far off the plate, and he's like, strike. Yeah. I said, oh, no, here we go. Yeah. So, I just need consistency, um, and I just don't see much of it. Yeah. And that double play ball that he was clearly out on, they called him safe, and with the review, they got it right. But, I mean, it wasn't yeah. even close. He was, I mean, he was so safe. Yeah. You're out. Sorry. I just I just don't understand why the MLB is is that way of just why don't you have the best four to five guys as your umpires percentage wise throughout mm. the year as your World Series guys I just it's I mean it's not a charity event it's like I mean it's serious you know these guys are fighting yeah. for parts of their yeah, career you know yeah. Um, yeah. I I just and and I think I saw a tweet which is so true. If you're not going to award those guys for having great seasons, What's what? Time? Yeah, what's yeah. driving them to be such a good umpire? You know, mm-hmm. if they blow a call or something like, oh well, kind of thing. Rather than, man, these blown calls are going to cost me the ability of possibly umpiring in the World Series because they obviously get a bonus or something in the World Series and the playoffs yeah. if, if you if you um if you work them obviously. So yeah. I don't know. There's just there's little things about the MLB, you know, That's playoff stink. formats, um, obviously the umpires like we just said. There's just some things that from a organization, you know, it just like you said, Kale, it stinks, you know. There's gotta be some changes yeah. in, in certain areas I think, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're still they're still working out the kinks a lot with the playoff format of the new um, CBA that happened in, after the lockout. But I mean, I think you know we're two years into it, we're still figuring it out. I mean, I mean, I've seen the Manfred quotes of you know we gotta learn, blah blah blah. I couldn't trust him farther than I'd throw him, but we'll see. I hope that in the next couple of years they, if if stuff like this keeps happening, of like teams getting punched out in the first round um after having excellent years like it shows that like all right something's wrong with this format we got to change it up um but also like you guys are talking about like umpiring like they need to have the best guys on there and make it a fair game 100 percent all the way through game seven of the world series so hopefully that changes. I, think, I think they need think to start laying guys off i mean yeah, and, yeah i don't know any, how any of our jobs if you don't perform well yeah, if you don't perform well mm-hmm. at our day day in and day out jobs, you're gonna there's a chance you're gonna get fired. Whereas with umpires, you know, right. there's been 
I'm not on the hate Angel Hernandez train by no means. Great guy. You know? But we'll use him as an example. You know, he's known to be historically bad. Yep. There's got to be some punishment or some like, hey, you got one more season. If you don't clean it up, you know, mm-hmm. we got find them for every wrong. Oh my gosh. How much? A million dollars. <laughs> A couple dollars? Five bucks every blown call. <laughs> and that adds up. I mean, over it a season. Does. To yeah. like 1% I mean, of their salary, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I think there needs to be something, you know? Yeah. I don't know if it's every blown call. I mean, my gosh, yeah. I'd be terrified being behind the plate. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, what, what you got there, catch? Yeah. Help me. Yeah, I mean, I know they do it in lower levels, but I don't, I don't know if that's just because of like the umpires are newer, they're learning, um, that kind of thing. Because like working with the single A team this year is like they would have to report to the league like the umpire rating. Um, a lot of it was based around like the pitch clock and things. Like if they're enforcing it, if they're not, but like if they're missing calls like left and right, like they were reporting that. Um, especially with like all the track man stuff where they can actually like tell if it was a ball or strike on the computer, like they were getting ratings. I would assume they do that in the majors, but who knows? Who knows? You know, I mean, as long as, as long as there's blackouts, I'll never trust man fraud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you, it, it baffles, I think all of the baseball community, how Angel Hernandez still has a job at this point. Um, or how he's still in the majors. Um, so send them down to the minors. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's what we do, you know, rather than finding them, you're having, you're doing bad, you know, yeah. send them down to the minors until they start getting things right, you know, yeah. and, and, and like maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's to your point, Kel, of like, obviously we're humans. So we're not yeah. perfect. They're not going to get every it's single thing right. we do. But, but to your point, Kel, of like, if you're known to call a high strike, be a guy that's going to call the high strike, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And if, and if that's your bad call that you're just historically known to call the high pitch that's out of the zone, but if you're consistent with that, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, don't punish somebody for like missing their call because that's just with yeah. my height, you know, I would think uh, a pitch low would probably look better because I'm mm-hmm. lower to that, you know, a guy, a higher, taller, umpire and stuff yep. probably a higher pitch looks better to them because it's at their eyesight you know um so i don't think we should punch them for every maybe missed call or whatever yeah. or a bad game but yeah the inconsistency correct kill yeah. maybe but i i do like the um the thing that they're doing in, in the minor leagues of challenging a striker ball mm-hmm. i like that um, I, do. I think that would be I'd, i would enjoy seeing that i don't know if it's Every team should get like three a game, or if it's every player gets one. Um, yeah. Obviously, you gotta mess with that. But yeah, that's what people get paid for. There's people in higher yeah. higher positions that are looking a lot more numbers than we are. Yeah, so, maybe that'll be us one day. Yeah, maybe it should be. Be cool. We'd be we'd be bigger than the NFL by now. Yeah, but I think hey, I, I think listen the to idea you, is... Kel. Well, I think Just the idea. I'd be terrified. Gracious. Um, I think the idea of starting it in the minors is to try to work out as many kinks as you can before getting into the majors. And so I, that's why I, I really like them doing that. Um, 
and trying it out in the Southern, whatever the like experimental league is. I think it's, is it the Southern league? Is that what it is? Or the Atlantic league? league? Yeah. It's one of those. Independent ball. Yeah. Whatever the rockers are in. Yeah. That's the league. Yeah. Independent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like them testing it out there and, and then figuring it out and then moving it up. But anyways, um, what do you guys think of the managers on the field? Yeah, Casey, what do you think? Yeah, Casey. Big question for you. Are you, lose, are you saying- Texas Rangers lose 80 games and then get Bruce Bochy and now they're the World Series. Yeah, because he, he's smart. I don't think managers <laughs> help with development in a player. I'm sorry, they, they don't. That's why you have bench coaches. That's why you have uh, hitting coaches. That's why you have pitching coaches to, to, the, to do that kind of stuff. But a manager is definitely beneficial and can affect a team's success or downfall, all that kind of stuff. I, I firmly agree with that. Um, I really want to go back to you saying that the managers don't hire their staff. That's just, that's just blasphemous. Manager brings on their staff. Have you ever seen Moneyball? They all went uh, to the yeah, GM. Okay, exactly. Yeah, listen, I know you're a Tempe Race fan, and a computer <laughs> makes up an AI-generated manager. I get that. But in real baseball, a, a manager brings on like maybe okay. I won't say they hire them because they don't. Yeah. But like they they are they are definitely the more percentage of like hey I want this guy and I don't want this guy. Yeah, they're in the uh, room. I, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think a manager like Bruce Bochy that's been around the block might have that pull, but a newer face in the organization, I don't think they have the pull to go to a GM and say. You know what? I would like Ron Washington as as my third base coach. Why don't you give him a call and give him? He should be hired. You know, um, but but yeah, I obviously I I give the edge to Bruce Bochy. Been there, done that with multiple organizations, um, and I think that's another reason why I kind of give the Rangers the edge, uh, because I think he he can just he does a great job of planning ahead. I think you know, last night you know it was a it was kind of a close game. With between the between the two teams until obviously the seventh, almost eighth inning, pretty much the eighth inning, but he wasn't running his big guys out there, you know, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. He was running out, yeah, Martin Perez, Andrew Heaney. You know, uh-huh. he. I, I'm not gonna say he gave up because no, he, obviously he, those guys are he, gonna give the team a chance mm-hmm. to win, but he's not like we have to win this game. He's yeah, like, right. hey, if we win this game, awesome. That's the cherry on top. But if we don't, I have to be prepared for what's our game going to look like the third game, the fourth game, maybe even seven, you know, Um, I'm sure both managers are looking towards if it goes seven, what's going to have to happen, you know, Uh, with LeClaire, you know, he's, there's going to come a point in time in this series. And I think I saw it on uh, with Harold Reynolds uh, pregame show. There's going to come a point in in time in this series that we're going to have to see a Chapman, come in for a save in this series. He's either going to win them the game or blow them the game. I think it's going to be all on his shoulders. And, He's going to be losing. Um, but, but, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's that's that's the thing of managing a bullpen. Like, you got to eat. Like you said, they're human beings. They can't throw every day. Um, I mean, honestly, some guys just have rubber arms um, and maybe can, but, you know, I'm trying to think of one it hit recently, like James Peeler. 100. percent 
So like yeah. some guys, some guys, especially in the playoffs, like they just have rubber arms. Like that's the thing where they can, you know, just go out. I mean, not during the season, of course, but during the playoffs, come in every day and just throw. Yeah. Um, but you gotta, and it's I hate I hate it when it's like giving up because, like you said, it's not giving up. Like you, you're giving a chance to. Like Mon Perez has been in the league for a long time. Andrew Heaney yeah. can either strike out the side or give up four home runs. You never know. So, like, it's just keeping your team in the game as much as possible. But you kind of read the cards and know, hey, and two, with winning with that walk off in game one, you have more freedom to have those types of games. Yeah. So, because I guarantee you, if it, if they lost game one, it probably would have been a different story. Yep. But yeah, I agree. You know, I think it was definitely bringing in, you know, Perez and Heaney was more of a move of like, all right, let's eat up some innings. Because when he brought them in, they weren't like, it wasn't the blowout it was yet. Um, But I think he was just trying to say like, all right, if we can eat some innings, not have to use all our arms and then see if we can get the offense going, that'd be great. And then bring in the big guys, but it just didn't pan out that way. Um, But I do think, I think it, you know, his his experience being there, doing that, winning multiple World Series with the Giants, um, just helps him to understand the weight of every game. Um, like like you said, Casey, or whoever said it, um, like if they lose game one, it's a completely different ballgame. You know, it's like you manage game two differently, almost as if it's like a must win because going down 2-0 in a series is hard to come back from. Angle even though back it's Arizona did it. Yeah, and yeah. going to their place, yeah. which throughout the playoffs, I mean, had there, uh, did the Rangers lose an away game last series, or are they no. still undefeated on the road? No. The the last series, all away teams won every game in that series, so which is yeah. crazy. And they yeah. didn't lose an away game. They swept Tampa. Sorry, swept Baltimore. Sorry to myself, um, but I think like his perspective of and being able to understand like, okay, we've played well on the road before. It's not like they're scared to go on the road and, and try to win games. So he's like, you know, if we, if we win game two, awesome. If we lose game two, guess what? Even series. Now it's a five game series. Now we go First home. to win the next three. So um, I think that does show a lot of maturity and a lot of experience. Um, good grasp on the playoffs. Yeah, but. Which, I love Toilet Velo. I mean, and to yeah. go back to what Casey said of like the GM, for them to stick with Lavello through those, because like, you know, when he first got there, they went to the playoffs and stuff. They were a pretty decent team. And then there was some down, down years. Yeah. For them to stick with him, I love that. Like, not blaming the manager. Because um, I think that, I think the manager gets, and I think that's why I kind of have their back slots, because a lot of teams, uh, all of the managers trash and needs to be fired when the team's bad. And the GM count said, listen, I didn't give him a good roster. Like, there was not, not much he could do with it. Whether that was injury, you know, so on and so forth. But, like, I love Tullerville as well. Like, all respect to him. But Bruce Bochy's, I mean, he's one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. I think Lavello is is kind of the major league equivalent of a player's coach yeah. from what I've seen. Like, I, I saw, like – after he pulled Kelly, both in the CS and last night, like he goes up to him, has a conversation with him, shakes his hand, like explains it. Like in the CS, I think it was game seven. I think it was game seven. Whenever he pulled him, like Kelly was in the tunnel, like throwing stuff around, freaking out, like cussing up a storm. Like, why'd you take me out? Like, what the was that? Like, 
that kind of thing. And he just went down there and had a conversation with him. And it's like, I respect that. And I think he he sees the strengths of his team and mm-hmm. plays 100% to the strengths. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think they're doing small ball. I think that's why, like, coming down from the manager, like, these are the decisions we have to make. This is how we need to play the game based on what we do well um, and not trying to go out there and be someone he's not, going out there and making his team someone they're not. And I think he does it really well. So, yeah. And even even though, like you said, they don't they dis like they might disagree with them in the moment. They respect right. him enough to say, "Hey, exactly, better than the team." Exactly. Thanks, Casey, Nick, anything awesome. on Lavelle? No. Amanda. She said no. She says she's good oh, to go. Come on. Yeah, I, I just agree with Lavella too. You know, I mean, I think he is. Obviously, I think the Diamondbacks dive more into analytics than than the Rangers do. Um, but at the same time, I think uh, Lavello is a player's coach in the sense of a good way. Because I I also kind of think Kevin Cash, the word around town is he's a player's coach. You know, he's a player's coach because he lets them do whatever the crap they want to do. You know, in the clubhouse, outside the clubhouse. On off days, they can go to the beach, whatever kind of thing, you know. Lavello, I think, is a player's coach because he has his players back. And I think that's really been shown in the playoffs of players or other teams, you know, making comments about oh, the Diamondbacks are just lucky to be here, you know, they're getting lucky, this and that. He's standing up and saying, no, we know who we are, you know, this is us. Yeah. Um, rather than, you know what, okay. behind closed doors telling his boys, Hey boys, no, we're doing good. Don't listen to the yeah. media. He's saying, "Media, come here. I'm going to tell you what yeah. we what we say in the clubhouse." You know, I believe mm. in these guys. I, I love that. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, I I love a manager that shows up and says and knows who he is, knows the, the team's identity, all that kind of stuff, and it really reflects to the team. You know, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, I loved his comments after the whole Mag Dog thing. Saying mm-hmm. he was going to retire if they won, he was like, "Can't wait to see that." So yeah. I love. I think that just goes to show, like he's got his players' backs and his players have his. So, yeah. um, I like that in the manager. I think it, I think it really is a key to their success and how they've been able to get here so far. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, looking forward, we got at least three more games. So excited to look and watch those. Um, who's going tomorrow night? Y'all know. Fat and Scherzer. Fat and Scherzer. I say fat. Makes for the letter. It's fun. Fun. Well, I say Who's fat. been lights out in the playoffs? So yeah. Came, like got sent down three times this year. Yeah. Said, you know what? I think I'm gonna pitch now. Was not a good streamer for fantasy. No. I will say that he cost me a couple games. Um, Scherzer hasn't been great in the playoffs. He hasn't been terrible, but he hasn't been. Super good. He also hasn't really gone very far into games. So it'll be interesting. I think it'll be more of he'll be kind of the two, three inning opener, um, kind of how they've been managing him. But yeah. we'll see. But this, if it goes seven, this is also going to probably be our game seven uh, matchup as well. Very true. So, so we'll see. Any final we'll thoughts? Evan Carter is a dog. Evan Carter is a dog. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully we get more than five games. It'd be cool. Yeah. Don't need to celebrate a World Series on a Thursday night. So, yeah. yeah. 
Do we talk That's about why we didn't do this before the World Series? I mean, we can't. Okay. Really, yeah. is his name's James Peeler. Yeah, I was ready every single day, and all three of my co-hosts had something to do. Not not the same day, which is just un un, un unbelievable. Each one of them had something to do every other day. Thomas had you know World Series of intramural softball, which shout out to Thomas and what's your team's name? Uh, it was Deuteronomy twenty three one, but they made okay. us change it to Bryland's team. Okay, um, like it was well. biblical, but <laughs> just what's the abbreviation look, for that? Look yeah, twenty three. Do two three one. <laughs> I'll uh, I can read the verse real quick. Hold on, let me pull it up. Oh please, we'll get we'll be a we'll be a Bible pod for a couple minutes. Deuteronomy twenty three. How do you uh, not have a remember? Amanda, yeah. cover your right. ears. No one whose testicles are crushed or whose male organ is cut off shall enter the assembly oh, of the Lord. Yeah, so they made a change. That's it for this week, folks. So Liberty yeah. University doesn't we'll like be the, back. Uh, the Bible, apparently. But we We're came not. out. We beat the number one seed 34 to 12. So that was big. And then won the ship, took it home. So that was my Thursday night. But I did say I can do it after the game because the game was done at like 7.30. And then James was like, oh, I got to help my fiance find a job. Meh. Whatever. Too far. I don't blame him. Yeah, marriage is, is key, apparently. Yeah, I've only been married for two years. Never. Never. <laughs> Shout out to Anyways, hey, Kale. Kale's, Kale's going on a little date tonight, oh, no. guys. Yeah. Stay Calm tuned down. on the pod to yeah. see how it goes. W- wish, him, wish him luck in the comments, you know? Wish yeah. him luck in the comments. <laughs> Don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> Comment how long you think it's going to last. <laughs> Hey, maybe yeah, in the uh, long, maybe in the off season we'll give a, a kale love life update. Just keep everybody in the loop. Already seven seconds. <laughs> oh. We're gonna do some fun stuff in the off season. I'm excited for the off season. Might yeah, be a little less frequent, but we're gonna do some fun stuff. Do some interviewing. It'll be a good time. If you have recommendations, what you yeah. want to see, if you want Mike drop Trout them in the here, comments, tag them. DMs. You know, yeah. tag Mike Trout. Tag you know. Please Tag Bryce Harper. If you want to see a podcast ran that. by, if you want to see a podcast ran by all the wives and and Kale's okay. girlfriend, I mean, well, comment it. Let's not let's not put labels on it. Goodness gracious. <laughs> hey, I mean, we could just do a pod with the dogs. Get everybody's dogs yeah. on the pod. Have a good time. Yeah. I got Shipper and Oz would have a good time. Um. Anyways, well, I think that about does it for us. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. On YouTube, give us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Shout out to Amanda for joining the pod. (laughs) Um, And yeah. Love you. Bye.